is a Bramble Jam podcast. Live from the North Pole, it's time for Christmas Morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your hosts, Bran and Scott. Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Christmas Morning. It's your friend, Bran. I'm here with my friend, Scott. Scott, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Bran, and happy Pumpkin Palooza. Or pumpkin spice palooza, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess it can so. be both. I gotta be honest with you. I thought for sure that by the time we record another episode, it would be September. But no, no, it's still August. August just keeps sticking around. Nope, it's just hanging on. I got ninety degree days ahead of me this week. Boom. It's tough. It's tough. But I've got great Uh-oh. news for you. Okay, tell me. This is Christmas morning breaking news. Boop, 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 boop. I went to Hobby Lobby this weekend. The Hobby Lobby. And I knew I was going to see full-on Christmas. Right. No doubt about that one. All the trees were plugged in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were so many aisles this year. Way more Christmas than I've ever seen. So we spent a good hour there going through it. And then, here's the breaking news part. Okay. I went to Costco afterward, because it's right near it. Right. They had Christmas out. <sighs> August 26th. And I don't mean a little Christmas. I mean the 12-foot tree, the 8-foot tree, snowmen, other assorted things. It was absolutely wonderful. And the best part about it was it was unexpected. I had no idea. I walked in and I was stopped dead in my tracks because there was this huge 12-foot tree staring at me. Absolutely wonderful. You sent me a picture of it on the ground, on location, and uh, I was also very excited. My wife told me she saw Christmas, but she was in a bit of a hurry, so she didn't go over to see all that my Costco had, but I'm sure we will go back at some point here in the next couple weeks, and I'll try to get uh, get the skinny on what's going on down here. But I'm excited for you. It looks like the looked like some good stuff over there. Yeah, twelve foot tree. I'm starting to go fund me. It's a thousand bucks, and uh, that's not in the budget this year. Maybe next year. I don't know, but it's gorgeous. You got twelve foot ceilings? Uh, I have an eighteen foot ceiling in my living room. Okay. Because you, you have two stories, right? Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd have to rearrange the furniture, and I'm not sure how I would do that. That's my excuse that I keep using for why we have a seven and yeah. a half foot tree and not a 12 foot tree. Oh. Also, how am I going to decorate a 12 foot tree? If anybody out there decorates a 12 foot tree or something over 10 feet, there are ladders involved. I think you do a lot. Yeah, you got to do, do a ladder, right? You got to do a ladder situation. Unless there's some sort of uh, pole system uh, where you like Now, wouldn't it, that be cool? Like a... I'm sure it exists. I just great. can't imagine it's, you know, the easiest thing to do in the world. No, probably not. Uh, but I'm excited about that. That means that it's coming. It's happening. Oh, and it's totally happening. Yes. Did we get any emails this week, Scotty? Yeah. Let me open up the mailbag. Letters. We get letters. We get stacks and stacks of letters. First email from Kim Gazarek. She says, maybe you can put a call out for next month's Christmas party for tips on how to decorate with pets in the house. I'm hoping to be in the mood to decorate this year, but I want to make sure my feline friends are safe and happy. That's a great idea. That's a good question. Are these feline friends new to her? Or has she just not decorated recently? I don't think so. In her email, this was part of 
the email where she uh, sent in a song submission, and I don't want to read that part because it'll give it away. Okay. Or give something away. I don't want to take the chance there, but she describes herself as a crazy cat lady. Okay. So I don't think they're new. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to hearing people's idea. I mean, I've been pretty lucky so far with my animals. None of them seem to uh, get too crazy around the Christmas decorations. My dogs don't, but I know cats are uh, apparently prone to climbing, so uh, I have no advice yep. there. I've had my cats try to climb the tree. We'll get into it in next month's party, but if anyone has tips, you don't have to send in a whole email. We could just do a, a segment. If everybody has just one-off tips, I'll put them all together. There so email me, Christmas Morning Podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Next email is from Ken. He says, please take all versions of this god-awful depressing song and throw them in the river. Okay. While you're at it, throw in Christmas shoes with it. I would rather listen to a never-ending loop of Dominic the wow. Donkey. And he signs off the email, chingity-ching. Wow. Yeah, wow. I agree with you on that one, Bold Ken. statement, yeah. Ken, but uh, I understand where you're coming from, 100%. Uh, but I do have a question for you. Okay, okay. Do you think um, you could spare some money by any chance? I don't know. Why? Well, because I want Mama to look beautiful if she meets Jesus tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that no, was you funny. got me on that one. That I was funny. That. that was good for me. Uh, email from Marielle Abbott. It's a very Marielle Abbott heavy month. She was uh, part of the Christmas party. She had an email before that. She says, hello. There's worse things in the world. Oh, no, I'm not complaining. I'm rejoicing. Hello, I was listening to others' experiences with this town and had to share my own. She's talking about Santa Claus, Indiana. Got it. I have two very different encounters with Santa Claus, Indiana. In August of 2016, I drove across the country from Washington to Virginia and made a point to stop in Santa Claus, Indiana. Unfortunately, the park was closed and I wasn't able to see anything. This was also where I discovered the transmission of my car was failing and I still had two days of driving ahead of me. Well, that sucks. My second experience was exactly what you'd want it to be. It was in December of 2020 and I was driving from Virginia to Utah to see family. Flying wasn't an option because of COVID. To close out our first day of driving for 10 hours, we took a detour through Santa Claus, Indiana. They had a drive-through light experience around the lake. It told the story of Rudolph with some fun additions. I have attached a video. I may be crying in it, partially from exhaustion and partially in glee, overseeing so much Christmas. Love the podcast so wow. much. Thanks for all you do. I will put this video on our Instagram. She is uh, like Fantastic. not crying, weeping, more like crying. Hooray. It was pretty great. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, email that. from Kristen Lowe. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I honestly love Dominic the donkey. The song makes me smile, <laughs> cringe a little, and just feel at home every time I hear it. Yeah. Ching ching. That's our new tagline. See, that sounds so like an ironic love. Like if you well, uh, like if you like cringe, then yeah. The the beat feels pretty much exactly what it's like to ride a horse or a donkey who's plodding up and down the hills of Italy. And then she put in a PS on her email, and Joe Fulton, I need you to listen up here. We have our first Christmas aficionado request via Christmas morning. Wow. I feel like we're a middleman here. She says, can we ask the Christmas aficionado to add Bones, Season 1, Episode 9, wow. The Man in the Fallout Shelter to his list? I recently started rewatching the series and want to hear others' opinions about the episode. So, Joe, okay. it's up to you, but do your thing. The title doesn't sound very festive, but I, I, I trust you, Kristen. Yeah. From John Rice. Oh, I've been waiting for this day. I love the song Dominic the Donkey, and I'm not pulling your leg. 
This is one of my favorite Christmas songs since I discovered it a few years ago. It always fills me with happiness when I hear it. I wish you guys could redo the song a second time. Oh, we will at some point, John. P.S. The podcast is amazing. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for the email and the support of Dominic. How does that make you feel, Bran? It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, good for you. Good for you, John. Oh, I just had a brilliant idea. Are you ready? Okay. We should call October 1st Dominic the Donkey Day. Why? Because uh, I love both of them. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. <laughs> How are we doing in the reviews department? Oh, I got big news, Scotty. Okay. Big news. We have 201 reviews. We have finally done it. Wow, we made it. They really come in spurts, don't they? They really do. It's almost as if uh, Johnny iTunes is withholding a little bit and just sprinkling them in a little bit at a time. Exactly. He's He's got like a spigot, and he turns it a little bit, and then he closes it up again. So bless us with one of them, please. I will bless you with one of them. This one is from, this is a very interesting one. This is from Fox 20 Okay. Uh, the subject is, how you dern? How you dern? And it says, uh, love the podcast. Being a Deck the Hallmark fan for quite a while, I'm surprised it took me so long to start listening this podcast adds an extra dose of christmas cheer each week and then for reasons i'm not sure of he included a recipe for volcano nachos it wasn't asked for but it's highly appreciated yeah so everyone just go and track it down uh because i don't know how clear it'll be here but thank you what is a volcano nacho do you know I don't know. The ground will start shaking when the tidal wave of <laughs> toppings makes it to your table. Yellow. Oh, oh, I know what's happening here. Okay. I know what's happening here. This is a, um, a menu item from Margaritaville. <laughs> That's what we call a callback in the biz. I love it. That is quite the such a callback. I didn't even I didn't even pick up on it at first. Um, oh, I, I, even better. Yellow corn wow. tortilla chips smothered with beef and black bean chili, shredded fiesta cheese, and a creamy queso cheese sauce topped with a pico de gallo, sour cream, pickled jalapenos, and fresh guacamole. I like every word that you just so said. You I'm go. totally in on volcano nachos. There you go. Do you got a joke for us? I do. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. What happened to the thief who stole an advent calendar? The thief. Um, uh, he, he got a tummy ache from the chocolate. No, he got 25 days. Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That made me happy. That made me happy. Uh, it, it actually took me about 10 minutes to find a joke we hadn't done wow. last night. We're in dire straits here. Our website, christmasmorningpodcast.com slash jokes, is becoming the official compendium on the internet of Christmas jokes because I've taken them from everywhere else. Wow. And now ours is longer than everyone else's. I wonder how that uh, SEO is helping our, our website traffic. <laughs> I don't know. We should probably look into that. Let's do the countdown. We should. One seventeen, Scotty. One seventeen. Sixteen weeks. Jeepers creepers. Can you believe that? I can. I can because now that I know 99 days is coming soon, it's starting to mm. kind of drag just a little bit. But Costco filled me up with joy. At some point, the Lowe's and the Home Depot are going to have the stuff and... 
I'm really, really excited. It also heralds in the beginning of fall, and I am so over summer. I've said it every week, probably for the last eight episodes. It is so hot. I'm so done with it. And I want some pumpkin spice and some cider. Yeah, I'm over it as well. I, I'm ready for it. September 16th will be here before you know it, Scott. It sure will. You want some news? Uh, hold on. It's also 32 days until October 1st, which is Dominic Day. <laughs> Four weeks. Now let's do the news. Hit it. Today is August 30th, 2023. Here's the news. Uh, You might be wondering, as you look at the calendar, I know the holidays are coming up. I want to try to uh, stick to some sort of budget when it comes to, to holiday travel. When is the best time? To book your holiday travel is a question you might be asking yourself. Okay, the question is when to book, not when to travel itself, right? Yes, yes, correct, correct. Uh, uh, Google Flights put out a report on Monday uh, that gives some suggestions on when the best time to book your travel is. Edge. Travelage? When to book your travel is. And, oh, uh, there's, okay. They I thought say, you were introducing a new word to me, the travelage. Nope. Nope. Just okay. not good at talking. Um, okay. Uh, James, J- James Byers apparently works for Google Flights, and he says you're most likely going to find the best deals around early October. Average prices tend to be lowest 71 days before departure. Well, how about that? Uh, which apparently is uh, a big change from 2022, which found that the average prices were lowest just 22 days before departure. So I've wow. always kind of heard you want to book a little bit further, but apparently 2022 was a weird year yeah. uh, for, for flights. I always book early, don't you? I, I Yeah, and, and, and typically. Yeah, I mean, I've already booked my travel for 2027 because I wanted to get the best rates. I wanted to lock it in. Well, there, there's the Google, Google, <laughs> our guy at Google is saying, don't do that. 71 oh. days is a sweet spot right now. I'll take it up with James. Yeah, so you're going to want to set it up for uh, early October. October 12th uh, is when they're saying would be around the lowest airfare for those who want to travel the Friday before Christmas, which is typically a, a good time to travel. Um, and so apparently 71 days is not not a rule it's it, it changes depending on the year and the season and all that stuff and so yeah there you go for those of you that are are, are uh, trying to get the the best deal possible 71 days do the math on when you think you're going to want to travel <laughs> and uh set a set a little uh, alarm or something like that yeah or ask siri what day that is uh oh crap i just checked my travel for 2027 tried to cancel it i didn't buy the insurance oh Scotty. dang it Scotty, this is tough. Oh, well, man. let's do this. Let's take a break, and you can maybe try to call somebody and, <laughs> and see what you can do. <laughs> yep. um, and TV Scotty will be here on the other side of the break here on Christmas Morning. Welcome back, everybody. TV Scotty is in the house to let us know what to watch over the next few days to give us a little Christmas cheer. Believe it or not, there's Christmas programming happening almost every single day during the year. Yeah. And uh, TV Scotty is here to let us know what to watch. Yep. And I've got good news as compared to last week. Last week, we had like one day. Yeah. Today, I'm all filled up all through Sunday. So here are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Wednesday, 10.30 a.m. on TBS, Two Broke Girls and The High Holidays. 3.30 p.m. on TBS, Friends, The One with Christmas in Tulsa. And 6.30 p.m. on TBS, The Big Bang Theory, The Bath Item Gift Hypothesis. Thursday, 3 a.m. on Hallmark, Frasier, Perspectives on Christmas. 5 a.m. on TBS, Family Matters, Deck the Malls. 
6 a.m. on Hallmark Drama, When Calls the Heart, Home for Christmas. That's the 2019 special. Boo! <laughs> 10 a.m. on Up, Touched by an Angel, Fear Not. 1.30 p.m. on Logo, The Facts of Life, Christmas in the Big House. 5 p.m. on MeTV, Adam 12, Christmas, The Yellow Dump Truck. 6.30 p.m. on Decades, Good Times, Penny's Christmas. 8.30 p.m. on Decades, All in the Family, Christmas Day at the Bunkers. 9.30 p.m. on Cozy, Frasier, Merry Christmas. 9.30 p.m. on TV One, A Different World, The Gift of the Magi. And 10.30 p.m. on MTV Two, The Deuce, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Christmas Show. Friday, 12.30 a.m. on Fee TV, Barney Miller, the episode is called Toys. 2 a.m. on BET, Martin Holiday Blues. 5 a.m. on Logo, Bewitched, A Vision of Sugar Plums. 7 a.m. on Freeform, Blackish, Black Santa, White Christmas. 9.30 a.m. on Decades, The Donna Reed Show, A Very Merry Christmas. 10 a.m. on Sundance, The Andy Griffith Show, The Christmas Story. 3 p.m. on BET, Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. 5 p.m. on Freeform, Family Guy, How the Griffins Stole Christmas. 8 p.m. on Hallmark, The Royal Nanny. And 11.30 p.m. on Cozy, The Nanny. <coughs> <coughs> The Christmas Show, Saturday, 9 a.m. on TNT, NCIS New Orleans, Stolen Valor, and 3 p.m. on Comedy Central, The Office, Secret Santa. Finally, Sunday, 6 a.m. on Decades, Bob, A Christmas Story. I don't know that I've ever heard of a show called Bob. Hmm. It's just some guy. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will write it and tell me I'm an idiot. 7.30 a.m. on Comedy Central, Futurama, Xmas Story. 9.30 a.m. on True TV, Step by Step. Too Many Santas, 12 p.m. on True TV, Family Matters, Miracle on Elm Street, 4 p.m. on E, Saved by the Bell, A Home for Christmas Part 1, and 4.30 p.m., A Home for Christmas Part 2. Man, what a day. Step-by-step, Family Matters, and Saved by the Bell? I know. 6.30 p.m. on WGN America, Last Man Standing, Last Christmas Standing, and finally, 7 p.m. on ABC, The Connors, The Dog Days of Christmas. And those are your Christmas TV specials for the next few days, courtesy of MostlyChristmas.com. Thank you, TV Scotty. Um, we're heading into the Christmas. Oh, you're welcome. All right. We're heading into the Christmas music battle. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, the results from last week, which was River. I once again came in last place. Apparently, that's where I live now uh, with uh, Redenbacher's of Funkestra version. Guys, I just don't, I like, I don't know what else I have to do. I loved that version, Bran. I thought it was so good. It was so different, and it made me want to listen to it. I don't care for the song. I understand a lot of people do. To each their own. That's fine. But I liked it, Bran. Thank you. Uh, well, it does. I didn't come in very far behind you, though. No, you did not. You brought the Farrier's version, and you got 19.1%. Christmas, I really thought that version would do better than 19.1%, but mm, here we are. Here we are, which means the winner is a runaway favorite with 63.2% oh of the vote. This is uh, by Garland, uh, brought by listener Lee Hodo. I think we both felt good about this one winning, uh, Scott. Yeah, I didn't tell you at the time because <laughs> I don't like to potentially give away anything, but in Lee's email when he wrote in and suggested this version, he said, beat this. <laughs> So there you go, Lee. Congratulations. We did not. We did not. Uh, this week, we are uh, heading over to Hawaii for Mela Kamiki Maka. Do you have a uh, fun fact for us about this song? I do. 
Songwriter Robert Alex Anderson wrote this song in 1949 after a stenographer in his office asked him, Mr. Anderson, how come there's no Hawaiian Christmas songs? He said, I thought, what a good idea. I thought this over, and over a period of a few days, this song came into my head. I put it down on paper, and I've been singing it ever since. Is Robert Alex Anderson from Hawaii? He is not. He was a songwriter. (laughs) Oh, no, he was born and died in Honolulu, Hawaii. Oops. Okay. Well, I've, go. I've now given away my lack of knowledge about Robert Alex Anderson. I thought I read that he was a songwriter in New York, but I guess I shouldn't have made the assumption that he was or was not from Hawaii. That's what a quick Google search says, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. maybe there's multiple um, uh, Robert Alex Anders. No, no, no. It's just a lack of preparation on my part. You you said it so confidently, too. No, he's not. I know. <laughs> I felt like I was confident. I'm not. <laughs> uh, let's see what we have here uh i gotta be honest was not a pleasant experience overall Mm -mm. there were tons of versions that sounded just like the original and then there was a gigantic pile of trash that was on fire (laughs) yep so let's see what we got up first is slowy in the boats cool name (laughs) slowy in the boats lot of energy in that version that was fun a lot of energy and a nice little uh it seemed like it was going into a guitar solo there and i always love a good guitar solo that's right up next we have a version by cynthia lynn who i believe has been on the show before oh yeah she's been on many times well not her her music has right. appeared many times in song yes, battles yes is the thing to say on a bright hawaiian christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Cynthia Lynn always does a great job, Bran. I love her music. Uh, per uh, ChristmasMorningPodcast.com slash song, she is one and one. So she is one once and lost once. Well, uh, oh, well, really? I thought it was more. The, the, listen, I just I just read what I'm what I'm seeing. I know. I just I, you read, just read it. Seeing. I get it. Uh, last but not least, this is a version by San Leon, which is not like it's San, not Sam. San Leon. Malakalikimaka is the thing to say. On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we've sent to you From the land where palm trees sway 
Everybody, we have officially brought three identical versions of this song. So have fun voting. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those taste tests where they're trying to fool you and they give you a Coke in a plastic cup twice and ask which one's Pepsi. We promise we did not play the same song thrice. <laughs> uh, three different versions. Three different versions. We got listener submissions this week from Emily Smith, Lenora Gilbert, Kim Gazarek. Hondo and Katie Leepak. Thank you all for submitting. Um, it is my turn. And it is not an original song week, correct? We have to self-verify. Correct. So that is the following okay. week. So it's your pick, Brandon. Yes. Something was brought up earlier in this episode, and now I'm just intrigued. Dominic the Donkey? So next week's song is christmas shoes oh wait a minute have you verified that there are enough versions there's seven pages of songs called christmas shoes well that's unfortunate okay well that's what we're going to do then go to bandcamp.com search for the horrible song christmas shoes find a version that doesn't sound like a flaming bag of poop and email it to me at christmas morning podcast at gmail.com good luck with that they don't bring up songs if you don't want me to pick them i don't know what you uh, what you want from me i wonder if i could just grab a clip of your deck the hallmark christmas episode you where you guys are singing it we crush you know what? That. i might bring that one just to see if it's better than the others I appreciate that. It can't be worse, right? I guarantee it will be. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. You can vote right now. Link in the, is in the description, and you can go ahead and some, submit some songs whenever you guys want to you know, <laughs> jump into that well. Um, and we will be back next week. It will be... If your day is going really well, go to Bandcamp, yeah. search for Christmas shoes, and I guarantee it'll bring it back down to a base level. That's right. And uh, we will be back next week, and it will be September. You can look forward to that. Until then... Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.